Just wait a minute. We got a job for you. I don't want no job. Why not? It's too much, too much like work, man. Listen, this is strictly nowhere. You got a lot of sick, old-fashioned ideas about working hard and living clean, and it's all a lot of junk. I'm too tired to listen. I mean, work is for suckers. You know, I like my job, Skipper. I wouldn't want to lose it. It's me, Chris T., and this job story goes to 11. I went north of the border to Canada, America's Took, to bring you this job story that includes stories of bad bosses and groping in the workplace and love in the workplace and brownie gate find out what that is let's listen together as a story gets underway of a grabby boss at a holiday party what a typical story still stomach turning I never, he, we'd only see him once in a blue moon. He, he owned the place, but he didn't really show up. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I kind of, you know, you're like, ew, leave me alone. And then we didn't really process it. And then we decided on Monday, when we went back to work, which is only like an hour or two, because we worked after school from three to five, that we were going to walk out. So we walked out. We didn't come, we went to lunch and we didn't come back. And then we figured we should go back and say why we did that. Of course, nothing really happened. And then we were like, well, that was a pretty good job. Maybe we should stay. And he didn't really work there. So, like, but it was kind of good that we did what we did. Like, we went and we protested it. So, yeah. Maybe. So you went back and you... We, well, it happened because the party was, like, on a Friday night, like, yeah. after work. And then that happened. And I was telling my friends, and they're like, that's so gross. And I was telling them at work on Monday when I showed up. And then we went out to lunch discussing it, and then we, we didn't come back after lunch. We're like, forget that, we're not going back to work. And then we quit, and they were like wondering what happened to us, so then we came back the next day. It was, we're just doing file filing, so it's not like, you know, they care, and they probably could find somebody to do it. So we went back, and we told the manager what happened, and he didn't know what to do, and then we worked for a little while longer, and then we all quit. But the owner never really showed up a lot. He was some, he looked like, you know, I don't want to say like boss tweed, you know, like he was like the guy with the cigar and the, you know, the, the tweed suit and the, you know. Wow. Yeah, he was just, he was like your, you know, classic guy, like, you know, like older. Wise guy. Yeah, like not even, he, but he wasn't even, he wasn't even like a wise guy. He was just more like a. Well, prior to this uh, party, Christmas party, did you, did he do anything else? Was there any other? No, he was never really around. So he oh, really okay. the manager. But he would come once in a while because he was the owner, and wow. that was when he. But he was really gross drunk, like uh, disgusting. And he tried to kiss you. Yeah, and I was only like literally like I was still in high school, eighteen, disgusting. So. Well, here's your chance to tell that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just How wish we would have you. stuck to it. I think wish we could have been like firmer, and I wish we would have. You owe me a million dollars. Take advantage of me. <laughs> Did this company have any human resources department? I'm guessing. No, just the manager. Oh uh, yeah, so it wouldn't have even. But I actually liked the job because it was data entry, and like that was very. I found that like the first computer where we. You know, just then put like the amounts of something, and then you know, we, and then it printed out a bill, the invoice, and you rip it off. It was like two bolts, you know, and then you put that in, and then you'd send the bill out, and then you, I would file a copy, and it's kind of weird because I still like to file. But anyway, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for that, by the way. A very interesting job story. 
Um, anybody else have a job story they want to share? Uh, whether it's about great job, a terrible job, a, uh, a boss they wish they had told off when they had the chance, something interesting that happened on the job, some weird thing that happened on the job. Um, okay, so I can tell the story of thinking that I was doing a good deed and uh, having it turn out very badly. I worked in a pizzeria and one day I was watching uh, my coworker making sandwiches and I was making salads next to him and the line was out the door for sandwiches and he suddenly disappeared. And the guy who was waiting for his sandwich was really upset because he was standing there waiting, waiting, waiting. And so I thought I would do the good deed of finishing the sandwich, selling it, moving on to the next customer, making the next sandwich. And I made four or five sandwiches before another co-worker came running out and said, what happened to so-and-so's finger? And I said, what are you talking about? Well, it turned out the reason that that guy disappeared was because he had sliced off quite a large chunk of his finger. And it was in that first sandwich that I sold. The sandwich had already gone out the door? It went out the door and it was paid for with cash. So there was no way we could track down who got sandwich. And nobody brought it back. No, yeah, the customer no, never came back. No, like, I, I didn't ask for a finger sandwich. No, nobody ever <laughs> came it? back. And unfortunately, that, that part, that, you know... Just well, gone. did you did you call him Stumpy after that, or what was? No. Did you see what they did? Uh, yeah, they they, they to, did a pretty good job, but I mean, could you he's tell missing, he was he, missing oh, yeah. a hunk of his finger? You could tell he was missing the tip of his. How finger. old was this kid? About twenty four, twenty five. And he was running the slicer when this happened. He was running the slicer. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So somebody thought it was salami, but it's apparently apparently a very dangerous job running a slicer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, you can <laughs> easily cut off a fingertip. Mm-hmm. And it if your coworker is like... trying to cover for you, but you didn't hear this kid screaming or yelling. He didn't. From the back. That was the he thing. Hear... He just he just ran away. So I wow. thought he went to the bathroom or something. Like I thought maybe he really had to hold it too long and he had to go or something. Did so... he ever say something like, you know, I was worried I'd be fired? He didn't. No, because he was related to the owners. So... Oh, okay, right. Yeah. He, so nobody was going to fire him. They were all worried about related him. Related how? Like the dumbass nephew? Or was he Something like too that. stupid to be running a slicer? Uh, no, wow. he was a nice guy, nice bright guy. guy, but he just got his finger in the way. And then, and then um, when I realized what was going on and I tried to talk sense into people, like, you can't just put the finger back on. Like, let's get him to the hospital. No one really wanted him to go to the hospital. And I said, get in the back of my car. So then I started driving him to the hospital because I was worried about him. He was pretty gray at that point. Was he losing like a lot of blood? Was he holding a napkin it on was his just, it was fingertip? Off his, it was dripping off his Which elbow. finger was it? Just it so was we, his ring finger. Ring finger. Yeah. Okay. So that's this finger. Good thing he didn't drive in New Jersey, right? He didn't damage the middle <laughs> finger? No, that okay. was intact. All right, that and was this did happen in New Jersey, by the Why way. Do you, what do you know? Now, have you ever heard this thing about putting a digit, if you lose a digit, in milk? I have heard about that. Okay, well, or so tooth. were you prepared with... We were I not. heard that about teeth, but I wonder if it works. Does it work for uh, turning to the doctor? No, I think you're supposed to put them on ice. Really? Yeah. I like if you ice. find the finger, you put it on ice. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. That's what I think. Forget the milk. And with like soy milk or almond milk. <laughs> or oat well, milk. Well, if the person milk. is vegan, you might want to try that. But would that otherwise, help? I would just go with cow milk. What's well, the no. window for reattaching a digit? Any idea? I wish Do I you have? All right. I would guess 12 hours. Quickly? <laughs> I would guess quickly. Yeah. 
So, uh, did he come back to the store and work? Yes. Still? Yeah. Well, after a few days, he had to have a couple of days off to recuperate. Jeez. And was there any nickname? Anybody? No, um, no one teased him. I didn't no. get him to the hospital, by the way. I got waylaid by his uncle, who decided that he was, shouldn't be driven to the hospital by me. And that the uncle should drive because I was a dumb girl. Was there any ambulance um, service in this town? I mean, why are people... There was, but for some reason, no one... I was the only one with any sense of urgency about this whole situation. Really? Wow. So, uh, well, uh, myself and the victim. <laughs> and perhaps whoever ate the sandwich. Were there still customers <laughs> lining up trying to get their yes, sandwiches? Yes, that was the thing. The line like, was no one thought, let's the close the door. No. Let's address this situation. No, the line was very long. So That's wild. Somebody else took like over. The sandwiches the sandwich. Was it lunchtime? It was, I, I <laughs> what time of the day I can it? tell you that the, the slicer was never washed. Oh my God. <laughs> that the like... sandwiches continued to be made and we were all scrambling around trying to figure out how we were going to get, like what we were going to do. Because I was voting for, let's take him to the hospital. And everybody else was voting for, let's try and track down the sandwich. <laughs> was there still a possibility of, like, if you ran outside, you could find the person going down the block and you I could yell, hey, there's so. a finger in that sandwich. No, it's suburban New Jersey. They got okay. in a car and they drove they away. They left. Wow. Yeah. Do you, I, please forgive this question. Do you think someone just swallowed the finger part? I do believe that's part, what happened. Yeah. Thinking it was like a nice piece of Capricol? I think they never, <laughs> ever knew that. They probably went back and ordered that sandwich again. It was never as good. <laughs> I don't know. I got, it here, chicken I got it here last time and it had some super sauce. I don't know what happened. It's different. It's totally different. It's a little more, <laughs> yeah. a little more freshness to it. <laughs> it's a totally different sandwich. Sandwich. Oh my god, that's horrifying. Did you stay in much longer at the sandwich shop or the pizzeria? Oh yeah, I worked there yeah. every summer all through college. Yeah, I like them. Is They're it still nice. in business as far as you know? As or? far as I know it is. Thanks for that. What a wonderful story. Mm. Makes me never want to eat at a pizzeria again. <laughs> oh. um, do you have anything? Any good job stories? How many jobs have you had at this point? Two. Two jobs. Kind of. Not a lot of jobs. We we all saw the commercial. How was the experience of shooting the commercial? Was that That's good? Fun. Yeah. Was it everything you expected? Some things you didn't expect? I, I don't think I understood what I was getting myself into, but it wasn't that it was like a lot of work. It was just that it was kind of a frenzy of things happening and the fact that I almost turned down the job because I was very busy was interesting because I, I said that to the other people that were doing the same part as I was and they were like oh this kind of thing only comes around every like you know three years and my agent did this and that to get me this gig and stuff like that and I was like oh well just came kind of fell in my lap yeah. sorry <laughs> sorry about that yeah. don't be hating <laughs> now was this a, was this the credit card commercial from remember correctly it was about getting tickets to events yeah no it's right. a, it's a a commercial for ticket like um, and the segment you were in was a dance segment because mm -hmm, it's so, about you can get tickets to the ballet get the tickets to they also had concerts football match a wrestling match and um 
don't know why I said football match like I'm a Instead of soccer game, but um <laughs> But was it the sit around and wait kind of thing? Like you always hear about these shoots they take forever, so were you mostly twiddling your well, thumbs? See, the or? extras were twiddling their thumbs for a long time. They mm. were all dressed up in ball gowns and they were all at these craft services tables and it was just like the fanciest people ever at the the lamest party ever. Mm -hmm. They're just sitting in these <laughs> Just waiting to be waiting called to the to set. Called, yeah, to sit again in the crowd. And I guess there were four of us who were in the dance section. And we did some sitting around, but mostly they just put us in some kind of, you know, tropical bird makeup. And <laughs> then we started... It was only a, a day of shooting. Um, and so we just... We did a whole bunch of stuff and only a few split seconds of it were actually put into the commercial. Um, but the, the check cleared, hopefully, right? They, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nice chunk of change yeah. for doing this? Mm -hmm. Decent? Yes. Nice. Very nice. They have they have deep pockets, these TV people. Yeah. <laughs> so would you like to do more of that kind of stuff? Is, if, if it, it comes, fell in your if, lap again? If it fell in my lap again, absolutely. Because yeah definitely does pay well and it's it was fun because i felt kind of like a superstar because there's only four of us dancers and um they treated you well they treated us well yeah that's the good. the makeup artists really hated what they had to do for our were makeup. they apologizing while they were putting the makeup on uh, they were more like cursing really they said you know this looks like some 90s makeup school picture ad or something and they really just weren't into it i thought it was Fun, I guess. I don't know. It was like a like a tropical bird eye with the most very distinct black eyebrows, very thick black eyebrows, and rainbow mask. But it's like a thirty second commercial, so you're <laughs> seen for like one point five seconds yeah. or somewhere around there. So, mm -hmm. but is there a longer version out there somewhere? Like if you, if you go online, did they do a longer cut of this commercial? There's or is that two it? versions that I've seen, and one of them has I'm only in it for like less than a second and the other one I think I'm in a couple of less than a second clips in the commercial. I don't think I don't, I don't think there's anything else than those two. Now do they no, have to pay no you making of the <laughs> no. No making of video that behind the scenes. <laughs> do they have to pay you when it re airs or was it a set fee? They, they paid me the year that it aired and then they paid me again for renewing my contract and they they aired it wow. for a second year pretty good um but they they didn't air it for a third year so that's okay but it would have been <laughs> nice i guess <laughs> and now the job you're doing currently you would consider that your second job the, the second new... job i've ever done oh, i guess okay um i worked at a summer camp as a counselor I like summer job stories. Those are always interesting because it's usually the first time people make an actual paycheck. There is. So. There are a couple stories. I'm not sure how entertaining. I think that one of them is pretty entertaining. This was last year, so I've only done this camp and worked at the counselor at this camp twice. Um, and the first time was last year and then this year. But last year, there's Brownie Gate 2017. I'm hooked. Yeah. Well, okay, <laughs> I don't so want to know more. I didn't hear this. The summer camp coordinator, who's like the head counselor. We are at uh, an orchard for one of the activities, one of the weekend activities, and all the kids are, you know, having fun playing beach volleyball and roasting marshmallows for this fun activity, and A comes around, I, my, I guess my boss or my supervisor comes around, 
and is asking me and all the counselors, did you tell some girl she couldn't have a brownie at dinner? Did you yell at a girl and say that she couldn't have a brownie? And all of us are like, no. Why would we do that? We don't care if the kids have brownies. They, we have brownies too. Like, there would be no reason for us to say that. She said, because there's a mom here who's very, very angry that one of the counselors refused her daughter a brownie at dinner. Um, and that her daughter was going to bring her mother a brownie because... Her mother went to the camp many years before, and her favorite thing about being at the camp is that the, the kitchen staff made such good brownies. So her daughter was just doing such a nice deed. Of Meanwhile, her daughter <laughs> ate the brownie that she was going to bring to yeah. her mom. I mean, I, am I guessing, am I jumping ahead too far? She I, had I'm the really second not brownie. sure what happened to the, she to ate the second the brownie. brownie. But, um, <laughs> you know what, that's probably what it was, that she just ate it, and her mom was just angry she didn't get a brownie. Um, but, <laughs> so then, uh, finally, one of the other counselors says, wait a minute, there was, I do remember that before anybody else had gotten their meal, and Brownie Girl used to like to show up first to dinner and be first in line and was very adamant about always doing things first. So she went through the, the, the cafeteria line first and then went to get the brownies which were all laid out on the table for dessert. And she picked up two brownies. And one of the counselors said, why don't you wait until everyone else has gotten a brownie before you take a second brownie? If she had one of them in her hand, or one of, a plate of brownie in her hand and then another brownie wrapped up in a paper towel. And then she said, uh, okay, and starts putting the brownie in the paper towel back. And so the counselor says, no, don't put that brownie back. And, and so apparently, which was met with a, just a blank stare. And so the counselor <laughs> said, okay, fine, take the two brownies, whatever. Didn't put up much of a fight other than the initial, hey, why don't you wait for everyone else to eat their meal? Maybe it'd be a good idea for you to eat your meal before you eat two brownies before you take two brownies so that we make sure everybody gets a brownie. Um, and then she gets away with both brownies. <laughs> She's got both brownies. Nobody confiscated a brownie. She gets two in the end. And her mother is outraged still that like throwing Somebody a hissy took, fit, just yeah. acting out. And and, and she's well, she's requesting to speak with the, the specific she's counselor taking this who yelled at her the child. Top. Wow. Yes. And apparently, <laughs> Brownie Girl was in the bathroom crying and saying she wanted to die over the experience of the counselor telling her that she couldn't have a brownie. This is from holy, her mother's holy. mouth. On the phone with her mother. Uh yes, Brownie Girl's on the phone with her mother in the bathroom crying, saying. I just want to die. They didn't let me have a brownie. I'm so sorry. And um, and then later, so A says, I apologize for this incident. I'm going to speak to my counselors. I'm sorry that I won't allow you to go and speak to the specific counselors because it's my job 
to reprimand the counselors, to speak with the counselors and to make sure that the counselors are doing their job appropriately. So I will speak to all of the counselors. I will make sure that this doesn't happen again. I will make sure that everything is reconciled, but uh, that's for, my, for me to do. And I'm sorry, you can't speak to any specific counselor at this time. Because mom wanted to yell at the counselor. Mom wanted to rip the counselor a new one. Mm. Um, <laughs> then later at the ballet school, the office gets a phone call from Brownie Girl's mother's brother, who says, I'm a lawyer, and I want to sue the school for the Brownie incident. <laughs> You've got to be kidding. Wow. That's, that's remarkable. And you want to know the biggest surprise of all of it is that despite Brownie Gate 2017, Brownie Girl was still invited to be in the professional program at the ballet school. And come every day instead of just in the summer. Yes. Yeah. Is this come now wending its way through the court system, this lawsuit, <laughs> or did they settle out of court? Apparently it was an empty threat, but wow. uh, A was certainly worried about Brownie Girl's uncle having a brownie lawsuit. I mean, I feel for this poor girl because it sounds like her mother's out of her mind. <laughs> it, really, it really does. It sounds like her mother's just... Very, that's a very entitled approach to life. Mm -hmm. Where's my brownie? I'm paying for this that's tuition. We, yeah, yeah. The, brown, you owe the me mother's a just mad because she didn't get the brownie wrapped up in a piece of paper towel. But yet, we still don't know what happened to the second brownie. We don't know, right? We it don't know if she went in the bathroom and flushed it in the toilet. We yeah. don't know if she ate it. We don't know if she we sold don't know it on the street. A mysterious person who is also interested in the high quality brownies at the were these brownies that good? Did you taste one of the brownies? I did not. But the other counselors said they were very mediocre brownies. Wow. <laughs> yes. So she's really throwing a fit over mediocre brownies. She is. Yeah. Maybe she ate the brownie and well, this is all subterfuge. The mother did. Oh, the mother ate the brownie and was yes. upset that it was subpar? No, she to throw off the trail of uh, her being, um, taking advantage of getting a brownie she probably shouldn't have had in the first place. I just don't know if she would draw the attention to herself. <laughs> well, like I like to say, we watch a lot of Judge Judy. And Judge Judy would always say, if it doesn't make sense, it's not true. Mm. So now, would it make sense that some counselor would say to this girl, uh, no, you can't have a second brownie? Not unless another kid did not have a brownie. Right, yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense that the counselor would say, let's make sure everybody gets a brownie. There might be people, but there might not be enough brownies. But mm -hmm. if everybody gets a brownie and there's leftover brownies, you're certainly welcome to have a second brownie. <laughs> you can... and, and would it make sense that Brownie Girl came back home to her mother empty-handed with no brownie and was yelled at for not bringing her mother a brownie and then yeah. made up the no, story? No, what makes sense to me is Brownie Girl ate the second brownie yes. and then told her mother that they refused to give her a second brownie. Because what else would you do? If you ate the second brownie. Wouldn't you cover your tracks? Mm -hmm. Don't look at me. I didn't take the brownie. <laughs> I'm just accused right now. You call up your uncle. Uh, he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer who prosecutes brownie cases. <laughs> this is the best part. She's like, this guy can't be doing too good. Thank you for that. That, that was, was a great. great story. I, I didn't know where that was going, but it, it went to a very interesting place. All right. We have two more people at the table. You want to go next? You want to do a story? Anything good happen at the bike shop? Anyone get stabbed with a spoke? Uh, no? I met my future wife there. Really? <gasps> well, that's a story. She came in for a new seat. What happened? 
<laughs> well, after um <laughs> So I I went after graduating from an Ivy League university, went back to uh my summer job at the bike shop and had no other career plans. So started throwing myself into selling bicycles and uh, created a system for selling custom bicycles and sort of a menu and um, start, we started sending out sale flyers and doing direct mail advertising. And I um, had met this cute girl uh, during Christmas break before, right before I graduated, had her in mind, knew she was a graphic designer, and thought, wow, I could use a graphic designer for this, and I know this cute girl, um, I'd like to spend some time with her. Uh, so <laughs> called her up and asked her if she'd work on the flyer, and, and she did. She wow. worked on this flyer. We had pictures of bicycle parts and prices and descriptions, and she laid it all out and got it all printed in very garish yellow and green, which were the colors of the, the bike shop, and sent it out. It was a big success. And But right before we sent it out, we were done. We had never, I, I was very shy with girls. I didn't really know how to <laughs> make moves or wasn't too good at it. So uh, You had no just, game? I had no game. So. <laughs> But we really liked each other, I thought. Yeah. What if she had done a lousy job on a flyer? What if you were just like, this flyer stinks. Now what do I do? I don't know. Good question. <laughs> I don't know what I do now. Yeah, that would have been a problem. So uh, we were done, and we had no plans, no reason to ever see each other again. And uh, You kept dreaming of work? <laughs> I need more flyers. Well, finally, I just I kissed need a sign. him. Finally, I just kissed him. Well, we just him. kind of said goodbye. We like, looked know? each other in the eye. <laughs> were you vibing? Were you vibing? Uh, what do you mean by vibing? Vibing? Were you getting a vibe? Were you getting any kind of signal? Were you? Was there any? Oh yeah. Body language. I mean, you it was. I think it was and... pretty clear that we both were like, well, now what do we do? Like, we're done with this project. And was he no like, were you want to go for a tandem bike ride? <laughs> I get a tandem yeah. bike. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, might, that might work, but <laughs> instead, um, so you took the you you busted out the first movie. I did. Right? Okay, I guy's did. never gonna do anything. Um, I gotta say something. Well, he was shy, which was the part of the attraction, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I kissed him, but what? One of his coworkers knew that we had been working on this flyer together and saw that we were being very professional and <laughs> didn't and just assumed that I was his sister. So she ran back in and she oh. said that he was kissing his sister and okay, not oh a peck on the cheek. Either. <laughs> Whoa. So she went in to spread the rumor that there was some weird incest thing going on. <laughs> oh my God. And Must meanwhile, we were, we were like oblivious to that though, but because then that, that was the start of our romance. Why would she assume that you were his you had brown sister. eyes and brown hair? I guess, <laughs> you know, I don't know, but she, she made that assumption. And I guess see. because we seemed very platonic. We were being professional and, you know. Yeah. We were, you know, and then we just got, you know, when the, when it was all said and done and there was the printed flyer, it was like, well, now we don't have a reason to go out to lunch every day. Now what are we going to do? 
and we're just looking at each other and then you know that's, I laid it on her. That's pretty good. So then you were like, okay, now I can ask her out. She's expressed. Yeah, then we're basically inseparable for the next several weeks. Like, well, for go. the next 31 years. Well, basically. but yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it was like 24 <laughs> seven for the next several weeks. And then, and then, yeah, uh, back to a, you know, many times a week kind of schedule. Now, were you still yeah, doing any graphic design or you, the graphic design was all done, right? So it wasn't like he was still paying you oh no 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 that part okay. was done all right it was all done i had been paid the thing was printed and that's when the the romance started so it was all you know the, the job was over i've read uh, that a lot of people meet their significant other in the workplace that mm -hmm. it's like because that's what most people do for the big portion of their day is they go to a job and that's where they meet people i mean i know it's 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 can be a sticky situation because they have rules about those kinds of things mm -hmm. in workplaces. But she wasn't a coworker, so that's not an well, issue. Well, this right? place it's, had no rules. That, there were no <laughs> rules at the bike shop. No this rules was at the bike the shop. This was the early '80s, and this was the least formal organization I've ever worked in. Mm. Do you ever miss it? You ever think? Gee, <laughs> no. I'd love to work at the bike shop again. No. no. Wow. Well, didn't you say somebody said, "Be careful, like choose wisely who you work with, because you spend more time with your coworkers than with your spouse." Yes. Oh, that's a good conversation. Ooh, say that again. <laughs> Whoa. Choose wisely. Choose wisely who you work with because you spend more of your waking hours with your coworkers than you do with your spouse. Yeah. That's a boy, that's a piece of wisdom right there. Mm -hmm. I gotta tell my boss story because now I'm thinking about this boss I had at the paper company where I worked, which was like if you ever saw the office. It was very much like Dunder Mifflin, you know, but this was before the office. It was a company called Paper Direct. We, there was this guy there named Hank. They brought Hank in to be a manager. Hank was a gregarious, red-haired fella, uh, tall, big, um, but way into golf. Like, he had crawled up golf's butt, you know? You'd go into his office, there was golf everything. There was golf-themed everything. And I knew that, like, I had an uncle like this who had a whole room devoted to golf everything. Golf clock, golf desk set, golf rug. If it had a golf theme, like Hank had it, so whenever we needed to get a gift for Hank, we would we would get him some kind of golf gift. He would actually walk around the office with a golf club. Like he would have a golf club over his shoulder like he was Bob Hope or something. <laughs> I really hated golf. I had this weird thing where like I was like, golf, what a waste of time. And, Man, it, and you, like you, you almost had to relate to him on a golf level if you wanted to deal with him at all. Everything was golf, golf, golf. And um, so we all got tired of Hank pretty quickly. He was a nice guy and a friendly guy. And on some, in some ways, he was a pretty decent manager. He was a good manager. The golfing thing just got old. Like, I can't deal with another day of this golf thing. Um, and so we had this other uh, supervisor there named Marguerite. Um, and she was an attractive, tall, blonde lady, right? And now at one of the company holidays... Hank got a little frisky with Marguerite. The rumors started going around that he did exactly what your boss did at one of these holiday parties. And he hit on her. And he was like a married man. And within days, Hank was no more. <laughs> Hank was gone. Uh. And, and uh, they had to take all of his golf stuff and box it up and send it to him. And, and that was the end of Hank and his, and his damn golf club. Did Marguerite uh, take his job? No. Uh, no, she didn't. They brought in some other guy. They brought in somebody else who was not golf obsessed. What would you say so, to Hank? What would I say to Hank is, you know, um, golf sucks. It's stupid. <laughs> and I can't stand 
golf for golfers, and it's a really waste. It's such a waste of time and resources. And uh, but what? But that's personal. So like, yeah. you can't really go there. But what would you say in terms of working with Hank? Like, because he's you're working with Hank, and and you know, it's I'm like annoying I, that he's walking around with. A, See, I'm torn because Hank really gave me a lot of freedom to do what I wanted to do. And, mm -hmm. and he gave me a lot more responsibility than other people there. And, you know, a big part of what I used to do there was telemarketing. And he took me off the phone and he let me do... I was doing graphic design. I was mm -hmm. doing a lot of the graphics and I was doing mm -hmm. training manuals and I was training people. And I was... I, you know, he really helped me sort of move up in this organization. And he was an advocate for me. But every time I went in his office, it was just like green... And golf stuff, <laughs> and I just couldn't believe that somebody was that much in love with golf. I mean, he wasn't nearly like the worst boss I ever had, but if you're talking about like me too, he certainly was because there were rumors before what happened with Marguerite yeah. that he was grabby, yeah. that he would, you know, he he was grabby with the female employees, and you know they would go into his office behind closed doors and come out crying sometimes. Yeah, that's terrible. So he, it was like one of those kind of situations where we have this guy who, uh, on the surface, great, you know, boss, gregarious, inspires the troops, does all that stuff, and he's groping women employees. So. No. Anyway, that's my boss story. Mm -hmm. Thanks to everybody for taking part in this. I appreciate oh. it. Anybody have anything they want to add at all before I turn this thing off? One time my science teacher said that all of the children in the um, the children's cancer wing were talking and found out that they all lived downwind of a, of a golf course. Oh. Hmm. Wow. wow. You think so the chemicals they use are the grass? That's it for this job story number 11. Don't forget jobstorypod at gmail.com. If you want to share your job story, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash groups slash jobstorypod. Facebook.com slash groups slash jobstorypod. Pippa is our host. And there is a show page there at pippa.io slash job story. Job story available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the iTunes Store, Google Play Store. Also available on Stitcher and SoundCloud and Spotify and even YouTube. Job story available wherever finer podcasts are. Heard. Again, if you want to share your job story, send it to me, jobstorypod at gmail.com, or go to our Facebook page and submit it there. The Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash jobstorypod, and I'll see you next week on Job Story. go back to work and we ain't working till this thing gets settled. Suppose you tune in next week to see if I'm still on the job.